0: Good morning, thanks for listening. Dave and Doreen along with Marcus, this is the Morning KLH. He is three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, co-host of Wildy and Tausch on ESPN Radio, our Green and Gold Insider, Jason Wildy. Good morning, how you doing, Jason? I'm good, guys, how are you? We're Good. good, we're good. All right, so when we last heard from Matt LaFleur, at least here on the show, I'm sure you've heard from him every day, but he talked about the fact that they need to make some changes. What... Kind of clues have you gotten on the changes they're making to stop the run, to run the ball more effectively, to you know maybe win, do away do away <laughs> with penalties on special teams. What are they doing?
1: Yeah, great question. Uh, and I actually we have not talked to him. Oh, you haven't. Um, and so we'll talk to him today after practice. Uh, his assistant coaches uh, did speak, and it's. I don't think it's ever a good sign when not only is your offensive coordinator using a variation of this phrase, but also your defensive coordinator on the same day. We're gonna look at everything. Mm. Leaving you know, we're 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 leaving no stone unturned. Well, okay, you're four games into the season and you're concerned to the level of not knowing exactly what you're doing and having to change lots of things, that can't be good, right? That's no. what we're looking for. So uh and it's funny because all Three, you know, for and, and look, we're all at least for me, I'm not here to tell fans how to behave by any means. But for me anyway, this is all this season is a fact finding mission about Jordan Love and the rest of the young people that play offense. That that to me is the biggest thing. If they go nine and eight and find their way to the playoffs, awesome. He gets to play in a playoff game in his first year as a starter. If not, I wasn't expecting them to go to the playoffs anyway, right? Right. But you still don't, You still want all areas to be improving and not doing stupid things or making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And all three of their coordinators, when they talked on Monday, after I got done talking to you guys, they all have issues that they're struggling to fix, right? So the offensive coordinator is Adam Stenovich, between the inability to run block and get the running game going and the inability to start fast, like they scored a touchdown on like their opening drive against the Bears, and I think they've scored like two first quarter touchdowns or first half touchdowns since. I mean, they're they're not very good offensively early in games. So they've got those issues. We all know the defense, they can't stop the run. Joe Barry is constantly being criticized. So they've got their issues. And then on special teams, like you said, Richard Bisaccia has got guys committing penalties at an alarming rate, they're at 10 special teams penalties already this season. After four games, they had 20 total last year. Wow. That's a lot.
0: That's a lot. lot. after Four games.
1: I'm no mathematician, but that would put them (laughs) on a pace well beyond what they had last year. So they all have things they need to fix. The Raiders stink, then they've got the bye, then the Broncos stink. But, again, I don't think the Packers are in a position right now or well, we could say, well, this game's a win. This game's a win because these teams stink because the Packers are capable of stinking, too.
0: But it's good news
1: that they're Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, Eric Stokes, Jair Alexander all practice, right? That's got to be practice. good. Yeah, no doubt. They certainly want uh, your best players out there and, and some of those guys are definitely their best players. And even the guys that you mentioned, you know, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones, they played in that Thursday night game, but barely. One played, I think, 26 snaps and one played 20, uh, and they had a limited impact. So, I will say this, I'm really eager to see what they do offensively on Monday night because, look, I I don't love the narrative about running backs, that you kind of use them out and spit them out and they're disposable, for lack of a better term. But just give Aaron Jones the football. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not I'm not saying that callously, but like, he is your most consistently good, explosive offensive player, uh, if he's healthy enough to play, you need, you need to feed him because he's the guy that tilts the field for you. So speaking of making changes, and with the question of David Bakhtiari returning at all this season, is now the right time for the Packers to maybe make a trade to help the offensive line? Uh, when we talk changes on a classic rock station, <laughs> mm-hmm. do we go – Roll with the changes, speed wagon or to 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 changes.
0: Yeah, I'm either one, either one party. works. Hey. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, I, look, I, I I really, you know, I've reached out to David a couple times. I, uh, I I wrote that story on Sunday, and I I included a line in there that said. Uh, David Bacciari read but did not respond to an iMessage, so he's got his read <laughs> receipts on. Everybody, ah, I know. good to know. Uh, so I kind of threw him under the bus for not getting back to me a tiny little bit, but I really want to talk to him. Like I, I just because I, I do think that when there is a vacuum of information, and and that is this is by his choice, right? And and one of the things that Joe talked to us about was during his last year, like you know the the beat writers. The folks like me in Cleveland, although I would not do this personally, were like giving them grief all the time. Oh, another Veterans Day off. What, are you going golfing today? Wow. And he wanted to say, Hey, I can, I can barely, I can't go downstairs right now. Like right. I, I need crutches to move around the the the, the facility. And so I, I have not done that to David, but I would like to know, like. You know, there's there are some people that are very angry with him, and they think you know he got all this money and now he's not playing and all this other stuff. Well, first of all, it's not our money. Like if the Packers are going to choose to do that, that's a, that's not goody. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, no one gets a surgery, no matter how you know whatever mental challenges they're having with an injury. No one gets a surgery for no reason whatsoever. And the fact that he had a scope and now is scheduled to do a more invasive surgery that's going to end his season, that indicates to me that that scope found something and that they're concerned about it and that they need to fix it. So, you know, without him, the changes on the offensive line, it's, you know, Rashid Walker has played decently for them. He's not David Bakhtiari. He's not a five-time all pro. He's a guy who played four special team snaps as a rookie last season. That's it. That is his full experience as a seventh round pick a year ago. He played, he basically blocked on field goal four times. So I think considering where he's at in his development, he's been good. Now, Royce Newman, who started 16 games as a rookie fourth round pick out of old miss several years ago, has not been good. And, uh, you know, when Matt LaFleur is spewing the definition of insanity of doing the same thing over and over again, and expecting different results, well, you keep trotting him out there. Like he's Steve Hutchinson. Uh, I'm not sure that solves it. So, Back to Doreen's point, they're supposed to have, it appears, Elton Jenkins back at left guard. I think that solves a lot of their problems. It solves their toughness problem. It certainly solves their effective blocking problem. And that would be an encouraging sign going into Vegas.
0: You mentioned the word toughness, Jason. Are the Packers soft?
1: Hmm. Yeah, well, I can't tell you how many times I've been asked this now. Really? Because it's, it, it has become the narrative because, you know, and and Dan Campbell's team is definitely not that. Um, they also, by the way, are pretty darn skilled offensively and have a lot of speed and talent on that side of the ball and a really smart offensive coordinator in Ben Johnson who's probably going to be a head coach sooner rather than later. So, you know, everybody gets into the We're gonna bite kneecaps mm-hmm. and all the other stuff that Dan Campbell said, but his team does play with an edge and with a physicality that lots of NFL teams don't, right? And he believes in practicing in pads during the season and all this other stuff. And he's getting the results. So, of course, by comparison, now we're looking at the Packers going, well, they don't play like that. And it was very obvious during the game on Thursday night. Now the problem is, is that if you can't run the ball and if the opponent is running the ball down your throat, you're not going to look physical or tough. You're going to look soft. And that's what happens. So whether or not you know getting Elton Jenkins back on their offensive line, that will help a lot. But their defense, I mean, you know, I, I like to – you know, take thinly veiled shots at Joe Barry as much as the next guy. (laughs) But if we're being honest, like they didn't stop the run very well with Mike Patton as their defensive coordinator. And for several years toward the end of his tenure, Don Capers defenses didn't stop the run very well either. Although they made that at least a higher priority than it would seem these other defenses do. So those, those are the kinds of things that lead to that reputation. And I don't disagree. It's deserved right now. So what are they gonna do about it? So this is the first chance that Devontae Adams will have a chance to revisit his old team. Does he look at his situation in Vegas and kinda of ponder maybe I should have stayed in Green Bay after all? Yeah, hmm. speaking of people who haven't texted me back and um I, I look, I I think the world of him. He and I have a great relationship. We've stayed in touch since he left. Um, of course this week when I would really like him for my job, I have not heard back from him. But that's the question I want to ask, frankly, Marcus. Like, And look, there's, it was interesting. I don't know if you saw much of the game that they played last week. I just saw the play he got hurt on. And if you remember, one of the things he said after that trade to Las Vegas, and he tried to like say, I'm not saying anything bad about Jordan Love, but he was totally saying something bad about Jordan Love. <laughs> And that was a concern about accuracy and, and having a quarterback. And, and this whole thing blew up on Devontae, right? Mm. Like he went there to play with Derek Carr. Derek Carr lasted one season. Now he's gone. Now he's stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo and Aiden O'Connell. And I saw this throw last week where O'Connell made this bad throw over the middle. Devontae had to try and reach back to try and catch it because he's not going to just let it go. And he ends up suffering a shoulder injury. Now he's able to come back in the game. But it reminded me of the game of in 2021 when they were in Kansas City and Jordan Love started for Rodgers and he throws this ball on the sideline and Devontae is reaching way back as he's falling out of bounds and he just gets drilled. And I, I believe that in his mind when he was unsure of how much longer Rodgers was going to be here, that that factored in. Like he did not believe for a guy that thinks – and rightfully so, he can go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I don't think he felt like Jordan Love was accurate enough to, A, help him be productive, but, B, prevent him from getting killed. And so I think that factored in, too, to his desire to leave. Mm-hmm. And now he's, your question, now he's in a situation where he's basically, he might as well have just stayed here. right? Because it's no better. And with the improvement Jordan Love has shown, it might be worse. And Josh McDaniels can't coach. I don't care how many years you worked uh, for Bill Belichick. Uh, he's, he is not a good NFL head coach. So uh, his situation is problematic, and I'll be curious to see if after this season, or maybe at the trade deadline uh, on Halloween, if Devontae Adams is playing for somebody else.
0: Jason, you had mentioned that the coach sent the players home with a homework assignment and one of you your columns that you wrote uh, explain that to yeah. us
1: so i uh, and and i don't know you, you know you guys are uh slightly different spots on the parenting uh timeline but uh i'm really a big fan of the new age of schoolwork where uh teachers have decided that sending home mountains of homework is counterproductive so the mm-hmm. girls and I love doing homework with them. Like, it's one of my favorite things that I get to do as a parent, and now I don't get to do it hardly at all now that they're in middle school because they're not sending homework home very often. Wow. But in the case of, yeah, crazy, right? Like,
0: yeah, it is. Well, like, that was
1: all I did when I was growing up. Right. Um, but but they uh, the, the idea Matt LaFleur had was, before they had a few days off, after their loss to the Lions, was to send them all home with the homework assignment of come back, with what you need to do better and what you're going to do better. Rasul Douglas was the one who told me about this. And while he wouldn't say what his little homework sheet said, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that they need to lower the penalties, as we talked about. They need to tackle better on defense. Their offense needs to get off to faster starts. Like the The, the issue with an assignment like that is that there are – plenty of things that you can put on there and you're not going to fix them all but on defense the absolute number one thing and they've got josh jacobs coming up who's a pretty darn good running back himself for the raiders they have got to stop the run they have no chance to be a decent defense until they figure that out and the problem i have with that is that you know matt lafleur's comment after the game was you got to be able to take away something And immediately I thought back to another Thursday night game a year earlier last year after they had that great comeback against Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys to win. The next Thursday, five days later, they're out there, and they took away Derrick Henry from the Tennessee Titans, like one of the best running backs in all of football, and they shut him down. The problem is that Ryan Panninghill, who is not one of the best quarterbacks in football, through for 333 <laughs> yards, and had five incompletions all night. Wow. And they got deep. So to me, yeah, that's great if you can take something away, but you better not let them completely just slaughter you with the other aspect of their offense. And I'm not convinced that Joe Barry, whatever his homework was over the weekend, <laughs> is going to be able to figure it out.
0: Jason, as always, thanks for the insight. We appreciate oh, it. We'll talk to you on game day on Monday.
1: Another game day appearance. I, I know. I when we get to do that. I, I do,
0: too. To that. All right, everybody, take care. Be good. You, too. Jason Wildy, he is our Green and Gold Insider, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN here in Milwaukee, and brought to you today by Mr. Holland's Home Services. Call 866-992-1717 or com.